Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. Just pressing on with our study in Hebrews and still in chapter 7. And this is a pivotal chapter, if you will, for the Hebrew who was, you know, been raised with the sacrificial system and with the priest and and all this stuff. So men just want us to to look at this and, and to go a little bit deeper. So I'm going to back up just a little bit with some of the reading I did last night. Um, or yesterday, or and um, look at, you know, keep going from that. So with um, verse eighteen, so we just get through the part there, and seventeen says, "For it is, for it is witnessed of him, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek." And again, getting that from the Psalms, one hundred and ten, verse four. So then he continues on for the. For on the one hand, a former commandment is set aside because of its weakness and uselessness. For the law made nothing perfect. So God's word doesn't make you perfect, right? God's The law does not make it perfect. But on the other hand, a better hope is introduced through which we draw near to God. So we want to draw near to God. So how are we going to do that? We're well, going to get into that, but he continues on. And it was not written it was not without an oath for those who formerly became priests were made such without an oath but this one was made a priest with an oath by the one who said to him the lord has sworn and will not change his mind you are a priest forever so once again this forever thing or a priest forever so Melchizedek was a, a was a shadow of what was to come he was just a man, but he was a shadow. He he glided onto the pages of Scripture, and then he was gone. And we don't know who his parents were, and it wasn't about that. It was about that God had just appointed him as a shadow of what was to come. And this makes Jesus the, guarant, the guarantor of a better covenant. So this priest forever is Jesus Christ. And he goes on with this saying, the former priest were many in number because they were prevented by death from count continuing in office. So we had to keep replacing them, right? But he holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. So Jesus continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. So when it says that God the Fa- that Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the Father and intercedes for us, that's a big deal. That's a big deal for us to realize, man, at any moment, I can call on God and he hears me because Jesus Christ is sitting right next to the Father and says, Hey, I wanna I'm lifting up my brother, my sister to you. And we have this priest who is forever. The idea behind a priest is someone who stands between us and God and makes that relationship right. And that's what Jesus Christ does. And so we can go directly to the throne room of God, the Father. And there's Jesus. And God, the Father, sees the righteousness of his Son that is placed on us because we believe on Jesus Christ. And that's who he sees. And we can enter that throne room. And that's that's an awesome thing. The Hebrews back in the day, they couldn't even go into the Holy of Holy of the temples. One priest could go once a year with a rope tied around them in case he dropped dead inside the Holy of Holies. And now we can go there 
daily covered in the righteousness of Jesus Christ because he intercedes for us forever. He has been, is, and will be interceding for us forever. He is our priest forever. And we need this priest. Boy, do we need this priest. And so we have him. And so for us as men to realize, you know, our role in praying, praying for our marriage or praying for our future marriage, for you young men who aren't married, praying for, you know, me now, you know, praying still for some of my children at, in their marriage and their future, but praying for our children, praying for our spouses, praying for our marriages, praying for our pastors, our churches, our leadership, leadership we agree with or disagree with. That doesn't matter. We're supposed to pray for our leadership. We have this opportunity to go into the throne room of God and pray and be heard. Whoa, right? Can you go into the Oval Office and be heard? Probably not ever. How about your congressman or senator? Maybe if you go to their office when they're there, but will you really be heard? Will they really see you as somebody that they need to listen to? Well, if you're a big donor, maybe so. But here's the deal. You go into the throne room of the creator of the universe and he hears you because you believe in his son, Jesus Christ. And you can intercede for your family. And we should. God bless you guys. Have a great day.